0: Hey, Alex. Hi, Steve. How are you?
1: I'm okay. How are you?
0: Well, DirecTV is
2: stupid, stupid, stupid. I really hope the contract for the NFL ticket goes someplace else next year, but beyond that, doing pretty good. What about you?
1: Yeah, um, yeah I'm doing pretty good. A little tired today. Just been working. You know, I don't want to get too far ahead of ourselves, but I am undefeated in fantasy football right now in our league. I mean, no big deal, but other than that, pretty good. You won a game? <laughs> i sure did i told you steve i defeated this year so.
2: well i want to ask more about that but first i'm going to take off one of my championship rings here because it's kind of heavy put it on my trophy that's okay ring.
1: let me on. take off yeah. my third place rings one for each finger no my my uh, first place in the consolation bracket rings
2: so, so speaking right. of fingers let's say hi to our guest hi cameron
3: Those,
0: those for audio you know, listeners. This is an those are some audio fingers podcast.
3: for you.
1: Yeah, for those audio listeners, th- he's flipping us off.
3: Double birds. <laughs> double 80s. Double 80s birds with the high knuckles and the in the thumbs. One now, one for each of us.
2: Flipping me off though, because you've given me two fists of your finger crew, like your thumbs that's, are out in action too.
3: That's what she said.
2: Oh my. How are you, Cam?
3: I'm doing well. I also am undefeated.
2: Well, that's that's fun, but you and I play this week, so that we we both can't say the same thing next week.
0: Yeah, I don't care. Okay. <laughs> are we are you say guys, it now?
2: Are you guys ready for the game that is sweeping the nation and just taking it by storm?
1: One for one, one for
3: one. Yeah, I'm totally ready for one for one.
2: One for one is just is like the the thing you buy at the counter, at like dollar store. This this is America's pride and joy
0: okay so
1: it's, uh yeah what is it then
3: it's 10 for
1: 10. oh yeah cam 10 for 10.
3: yeah that those 10 are 10 that's 10. the sale that myers has on certain select items
1: yeah then you get the 11 free
0: mm-hmm.
2: and the the freebie will be your one for one
1: yeah i love
0: it yeah that analogy well, should work out
2: <laughs> Ken, let me ask you, I mean, you started out giving me the high sign. So do you have any, do you have any feelings about last week's episode? If you've had a chance to listen,
3: I think you can lick my ball sack. Oh man. I
2: think, I think our wives would not be happy about that.
3: No, for them it would be expected. <laughs> um, but come on. I mean, I'm not going to lie this week's win felt very special because of how bad you and Derek dragged on my team and apparently something in your house fell that's fine but you know
0: it. Yeah.
3: It, to be ranked seventh in the power rankings just goes to show me that you guys just don't know what you're talking about
2: <laughs> so you disagree
3: a little bit. A little bit. I Lucas hit the ball on the like hit the nail on the head. He liked my team. And I wish him nothing but the best.
0: Well, he
2: got off to a great start last week.
3: That's not what we're talking about. We're talking about my team.
2: Cam, I'm I may be wrong about your team. And if I'm wrong about you or Kelly or Jay or Bobby Take your victory lap. Take your victory lap. I'll own it. But, I mean, we all can't be Alex. Everybody's great. We're all going to do wonderful. Sunshine and roses and orange slices for everybody. Somebody's got to be the one who's like, yeah. Somebody might finish seventh.
3: Yeah, it won't be me. When was the last time I finished seventh, Steve? I, me.
2: I said it in the podcast last week. You have missed the playoff one time in 15 years, so uh, – I think you can cobble something together, but as we sit now, no, you can't convince me that a team with the bottom half of the roster of Kenny Galladay and Mike Davis can make a run. So if you can switch that or if they're better than I think, then I'll be like, Cam, I was wrong.
3: Okay.
2: But I love you heaps. Okay. All right. Two. I'm going to give you stat lines for four running backs. We're going to go one at a time. Tell me, like, what are your opinions? Is it just one bad week or maybe this is a sign of uh, bigger issues? Last week, Saquon, 10 carries, 26 yards. Last two games combined before tonight, 29 carries for 61 yards, so slightly over two yards a carry. Cause for concern or nothing to see here?
1: Absolutely a cause for concern. I think everybody had concerns for him going into the league, and I think it's just continuing. You know what I mean? Um it's really not an injury you just come back from, and then you take one week, half, you know, just ten carries, and then you're fine the next week. It's either thinking to be a thing that's a lingering, or um, it's going to be a thing to come back from. So that's my opinion on that.
0: Yeah. Why you can
3: I mean, yeah, I, he's the one I did not want to draft at all, and I'm so glad that that Jay took him, because um, that decision was made for me, and it took it out of my hands. Um, but I do see, as the game is going on right now in the second quarter, he has 46 yards. And, but it looks like one of them was a 40-yard run. So, um, but yeah, I, I'm just glad I don't have him.
2: Agreed. I'd be curious. You're right. That might be uh, one big burst. We'll see how the end of the game looks. All right. Zeke, 21 carries for 33 – I'm sorry, 11 carries, 33 yards last week against Tampa Bay. What do you think, Alex?
1: I don't think it's a cause for concern yet. Um, I mean, he didn't – he's not – hasn't been able to hit the highest potential that he's been able to. But, I mean, it was for him, he's not coming off like this giant thing like Saquon was. So, I think it's like – I mean, like give it like a week or two before you really start to get worried with him. It's not ideal, but it's not like terrified territory, you know, for me.
2: Yeah, I think for me it's uh, – a. I think if you didn't think Zeke was going to be a problem this year, nothing to see here. And I think if you had went into the season with concerns about Zeke, it probably stoked that fire as well. So I think all options are still in play here. Mm -hmm. Cam, as the the guy with Zeke on your team, how are you feeling?
3: I mean, I was obviously disappointed um, that he didn't have a bigger day. But then I look at the day that Dak had, and they kind of cancel each other out. Um, would it have been nice if Dak had thrown one of those touchdowns to Zeke? Yeah, I'd love to get, to get that double up. That's why I made that pick. Um, but they had to be throwing the ball late in the game. and Basically, from the third quarter on, they were throwing the ball constantly. So um, that kind of cancels out Zeke's volume in ter- unless he's getting the receptions, which he wasn't. C.D. Lamb had a huge game. Um Cooper had a huge game, so it, it, they didn't need Zeke that game. If it happens the next two games, then I'm going to be worried.
2: Makes sense. Only 11 carries. A guy like Zeke probably needs like 15, 20 carries, start get some momentum, pick himself up, and go from there. So I get yeah. on board with that. Yeah. What about the first-round running back, uh, Najee? 16 carries, 45 yards, so not even three yards a pop.
3: Cameron, you take a big lead on this one. Okay. Um, I said this going into the draft. I am very adverse to rookie running backs. Um, I, I don't get the hype, especially someone like Najee. Yeah, he's going into Pittsburgh, but Pittsburgh hasn't had a good running back since the one year James Conner played and was not her. Um They've lost offensive linemen. They've... Never really been able to hit that that good blocking scheme to open up the holes for a running back and to throw Najee in. Yes, he's a yes, he's got high upside, but he's still a rookie. He's got to learn that system, and I and I'm like that with pretty much any other rookie. I've never been high on Swift, which I mean, I think history is gonna prove me right on that one. Um, I had Delvin Cook his rookie year and released him. Whoops. <laughs> <laughs> um but he did get injured so that that's yeah. why i released him so um yeah i just i'm i'm i kind of expected this from him he's just he's got very high upside potential i would not have picked him early
2: okay so confirms your belief that not much you're interested in this year but doesn't concern you long term he's going to be a problem
1: no what about you alex um i don't know yet i see i wouldn't be worried about it yet again because it's the first game and we don't have any like thing to go off of if it comes like week three and he's still not getting like a very large amount of carries that's when i would start being worried um i would still start maybe looking at other options in the free agency this week but um i wouldn't be just considered the pick a terrible pick yet so
3: okay i don't think it's a terrible pick per se it's just i think my philosophy is that I don't go with rookie running backs that early, and yeah. so I understand the hype. I mean, every single mock draft, mock draft I saw, he was picked in the top six running backs, top seven running backs. So I'm, I'm on, I'm in the minority, I think, on that one.
1: Okay. No, well, I think that's a good call. Um, I still think he'll be an okay, solid addition to a team. So it's just, I don't know if yeah. he was worth being drafted that high. Yeah.
2: And what about the guy that went the highest out of all these folks, Dalvin Cook, 20 carries, 61 yards, just over three yards, a pop against a Bengals defense that I don't think would inspire much
0: fear in any of us.
1: I don't know what was happening in that game, but it just seemed like it wasn't just him. You know what I mean? So I would I would give it maybe a week or two. Um even Jefferson didn't really wasn't really getting anything. Um yeah, that hurt. Their whole offense really wasn't produced. Adam Thielen had a cut like a really good touchdown catch, I think, but then it was still just it wasn't very productive game. So maybe they just have to kind of readjust then hopefully next week, week after they kind of figure, figure themselves out.
3: Yeah. And I was gonna to be say, fair, I was, I'll go ahead, Kim. I was gonna say that Thielen is pretty much the only one out of that game who had any sort of production. Mm-hmm.
2: And to be fair, I mean they've got Kirk Cousins as their quarterback, so they have they got some uphill sledding to do anyway, because he's terrible.
1: No, he's a legend. Are you talking about? He's our boy. We love him. He loves, loves that the guy. Jesus. We love he that loves,
3: guy. He loves. And not Jesus. the needle. We and believe Jesus, in Kirk. Well, we believe um, Jesus is inside him. So,
2: oh dear, three and Cameron. Last year on your last podcast appearance, you talked about possibly wanting to leave the league. And then at some point over the summer, you were talking to me about Fantasy Football Podcast. That's a pretty big shift. Take me behind the curtain. What happened?
3: Uh, mostly I was just bored at work and didn't have anything else to listen to. I knew the draft was coming up. And that's the God's honest truth. I, I'd gone through all my audiobooks. I'd just finished campaign one of Critical Role and hadn't gotten into campaign two.
1: So. so, how about some of that fantasy football goodness? Love so it, like,
3: eh, the draft is coming up. I'll find. I'll tell
0: you what. Some of those guys are freaking annoying, though. Who's at the it's, top of your list? Um, I don't remember their names. Uh, what annoyed you about them?
3: They all yelled. It mm. was all
0: yelling. It's
3: like take um, not pardon the interruption, but what's the other one? Jim, no, uh, the Stephen A. Tony, Smith one. No, Tony Reale, where they where he where he like has to mute the guys.
0: Anyways, oh, it's yeah. like that. Yeah,
3: yeah. It's, they're all yelling at the same time and they're all in agreement, but they're still yelling at each other, and it's just freaking annoying. Yeah.
0: Favorite podcast I felt- was on.
3: I I listen to fantasy footballers the most. Yeah. Um, It's the other one I didn't like. But um, there's the one guy who's super nerdy that I kind of thought was smart because he wore glasses.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So so he was the one, whenever he talked, you wrote down what he said, right?
3: Yeah. mm, He said DeAndre Swift in the first round.
1: It was like, Ryan Fitzpatrick, this is his year. And you were like, yes. He's got the glasses.
3: Fitzmagic won me games last year. He is the man. Hey, hey, Cam? That beard.
1: Cam, I love him. I never want him to leave the NFL. I love him so much. Good. Yeah.
3: All
2: right, so the one loud guy and the guy with glasses, that's kind of – and you were bored. That was kind of your fantasy football podcast experience.
1: Yeah. Should I start wearing glasses? Will people take no, my, my opinions more glasses?
0: seriously?
3: I wear glasses and people don't listen to me. Don't don't worry about it.
1: I was supposed to be wearing glasses, but then I lost three pairs in like three months and they were like, you're not worth it. Now I have a lazy eye. This, like, <laughs> last there's, a, week? there's a
2: few layers to that onion.
1: <laughs> no, that's, a, that's not last week. Back when I was a kid. No, Why not?
3: You
1: still are a kid. Oh, thanks, man. No, I don't know. Right
3: he's, he's, he's
2: officially at least joined the 30 club, so we're not two yep. decades in front of him.
1: Yep. I'm 30 or now. I guess
2: not. You, you guys are in the same decade still. The rest of us are we're two decades in front of him.
3: No, I'm 40.
2: Oh, that's right. Welcome to the club.
3: Eh.
2: Do you feel like you're falling apart at the seams now?
3: No, I did shave my head, so that and that going for me.
2: It looks quite it was handsome, good. I have to say. Oh, just shut up, you and your big, luscious Jesus hair.
0: I said it looks good.
2: Yeah, nobody wants your, oh, sympathy I'd have the your sympathy. Let me just throw all my lush hair up into a man bun.
1: Hey, thanks. That's what I was yeah, telling Marion. I was like, I'm just going to grow it out until I lose it. I
3: I still have some hair, Steve. I just choose to buzz it because I'm
0: thinning. Yeah, mm. I,
2: You're right. You and I are in two different tax brackets, brackets when it comes to that. I was mostly about just giving Alex grief.
3: I don't think you should do that and it wasn't deserved. Nah, it's okay.
2: Fine. The opposite of grief for Alex. You're one and no he,
1: he he obviously stole the gene before I was born and that's why he has to live with it, you know. So,
3: it you. so it's like it's like twins. And he yeah. got the Arnold and you got the Danny DeVito? <laughs>
1: Yeah, well, I mean, it was literally just like a bunch of Danny DeVito genetic traits, but it was split between us. He just got the hair one. Anyway, was <laughs> <laughs> but hey, there's going to be a new, there's a new twins coming out. Did you see that? Yeah, is that triplets. a real thing. Yes, yeah. Tracy Morgan is a triplet.
2: Oh, I thought it was going to be Chris Rock. All right. That's less fun.
3: Just...
1: <laughs> what? 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 Anyway, what's the next on the 10th for 110? What is it, 10 for ten, or something like that?
2: Number four, Alex, you're one oh. Do you remember the last time you started 1-0?
1: Oh, man, do I not. It oh, was a long time ago. <laughs> How
2: do you feel about this team? Um, now, don't get too well, deep into these because we'll come to you later, but at least for now.
1: Uh, worried because most of my points came from Lockett, which, as I've been told by three people now already, is I have to now bench him for two weeks. Because he won't do that again for another three weeks, as is tradition. But, uh,
3: I'd say you run with it.
1: Yeah. Well, I'm going to. But that's, that's the joke, is that previous years, Locket always has these huge games of like 30, 40 points and just doesn't do anything. Yeah. And then also my other big performer was Swift, and I'm not sure if that's going to happen again. If it, does, if it does, because Goff was just so afraid of passing, he passed to the running backs like 30 times. It was insane. So, anyway, that's all I got to say about that, but we'll get more into that later. How do I feel about being 1-0? feels good, baby, but it also feels right. This is the year of overconfidence. Confidence. You, I was expecting it. I was expecting it. I knew I was going to be 1-0. feel the same as I did last week because, you know, I just knew it.
0: Alex, yeah. Alex I'm going to test
2: you here. Test me. Who are you me. playing this week and you no know, looking at your phone or no looking at your technology?
1: <laughs> it's confusing because your name's in the team name, but I'm pretty sure that's not you. So, I think it's Jay. Wow. Ah, there we go. You're like a new man. I am a new man. Did I know there was a game today and adjust my lineup before the game started? No. No. Not at all. <laughs> but did it work in my favor because I didn't have anybody in the Thursday night game? Yes. Confident. Okay, so no that's what it's all about. No damage done, I think. Also, I didn't know how IR worked until today. So figured it out.
2: <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. What?
1: So if you hit the move, I had Jerry, <laughs> Jerry Judy's on the IR, and I kept hitting Move to IR, and it just wouldn't do it. And I was like, "Well, I guess he's not eligible." I finally figured it out today. You have to go to like Edit or something to get it to work. Are so, you saying
2: like you've never used the IR function in our league? They history?
1: changed how it, they changed
3: how it worked. No, because I had J.K. Dobbins on the IR, and I just did Move to the IR, to Save. Okay. Work, like work like a charm.
1: Okay. Well. I figured it out today, so I'm going to presumably add a player sometime this week. We'll see. Well, Hot dog. Big things happening with my squad.
0: Five. Last week, Kelly
2: was the 10th ranked team in the rankings, and she put up the lowest score of the week. Just one week, nothing to see here, or is this t- taking out as much water as I think they are?
1: I think. There's only one thing that she'd be really worried about going into next week, and that's Aaron Rodgers. I would try to play the free agency game this week and try to pick up a new QB. I'm 50-50 that Aaron Rodgers is just quitting in Green Bay after watching the game last week. But he is against Detroit this week. So we'll see this week what happens. But I wouldn't I wouldn't call her off yet. I think she still has a very high chance. I think just Aaron Rodgers just blew it.
0: So a high chance of
1: what? Because uh, I think there's a high chance of Aaron Rodgers just destroying Detroit and just killing us.
0: Okay. So, what about the rest I, of the team, though? Is
2: this a team that can put it together? Or like kind of like my concern with her at 10, like that's going to be a long season?
1: I'm saying I think she can come back with the team she has. I mean, she, if she makes a good couple of free agent pickups, I think it will be fine. But it's just... I would hope that Aaron Rodgers gets back to snuff like he did last year and I think she'll make her even more okay. Um, I think that was a big thing that put her down this week. So which stinks. Hopefully Aaron Rodgers uh figures out what's going on. Yeah. Well,
3: I mean it's Aaron Rodgers versus Detroit, like you said. So I think no matter how hard he tries to if you if you say he is doing it on purpose being that it's against Detroit, he could literally fart a touchdown like against them. He's <laughs> it's, he's just notorious for just destroying the Lions. Um, you mentioned getting a new Q- Q- QB in free agency. Who is that supposed to be? The number one free agent QB was Ryan Fitzmagic, and he's now hurt. So you, who's she gonna get? Tua? No.
1: There's there's other people there, aren't there? What happened to – Jared Goff had a good week, and if he keeps doing what he's doing – because he was just – Jared Goff, if he plays like how he was playing, like, yeah, it's not a great quarterback play, but he's playing for points. In a point per completion league, something like that, to pick up in the back line just to be a backup in case something happens to Aaron Rodgers.
3: I don't disagree with you. I mean, the year I won my championship, I had Blake Bortles as a QB. Mm-hmm. And that I picked him up for that exact same reason. Jacksonville was always losing. They had to throw. So I just went based on offensive volume there. But I don't think I don't think the Lions are gonna do that
0: every week. Yeah. You don't think You're the Lions are gonna be
1: losing every week?
3: No, well, I she- don't think they're gonna be I don't think defenses will will allow that to happen every week.
1: She also did have Jalen Hurts on her team, but I don't know if he's going to do that again in week one, but in week two, we'll see. I don't know. Maybe Jalen Hurts will turn out to save her team.
0: How many? I, know I, I many many really. Jalen
1: Moore, he got like, he did pretty 42 well. Yeah,
3: Yeah, 45 45.2. Oh, oh, because
1: if Aaron Rodgers got how many points he normally gets, she doesn't lose by that much. Yeah, he only got eight points. Yeah, he did really bad.
3: Yeah. Um, so even if he has a serviceable game, it's it's a different story. No, well, maybe not. But I don't know.
2: So Alex, um, your traditional suns- sunshine and roses—they can rally. Um, not just Aaron Rodgers' camp. Big picture: Is this team can this team rise like uh, Lazarus?
3: Um. Like you said last week, she's relying on a lot of rookies. And we, as previously stated, I am not a big
0: fan of rookies. So, um, I think it's a lot to ask out of Jamar Chase. Um,
3: You got Najee. Brandon Cooks had a decent game last week. It's 17 and a half. Um, Kelsey is going to be Kelsey. I love Aaron Gibson. Um, he's got four, four point two y- uh, points right now off of twenty eight yards. So he gets a lot of catches. Um, the the problem there is going to be who's throwing the ball and what's his name, Heineke? Yeah. Um, Hinky or whatever his name is. Um, <laughs> I just I don't know even who that guy is to let, let alone know how good he's going to be. So I think Gibson's going to take a hit there. Um, so I don't know. I, I think she's going to be fighting to save her season. Well, let me I, ask
2: you what I asked Lucas and Alex last week. How many teams do you think you can make the playoffs, have a realistic
0: path? Seven. Who, who's on the outside looking in? Matt, Kelly. Let me scroll through here a little bit. I gotta remember who
3: the third one is. Jason, Derek, Carly. Yeah, I gotta remember who's on whose team.
1: Gotcha. Yeah. Derek is I the other
3: I one. I won't get
1: upset him, Cam. I think he's just used Derek. to me not remembering people's names.
3: Yeah, Derek is the other one.
0: Um, we'll talk about his team when we get to it all right now Cameron you
2: you are playing me this week so I'm not going to look to you for lineup advice but I am going to lean on the the year of overconfidence um Alex what would you do if you're me would you play Debo at Philadelphia or T Higgins at Chicago
1: I play T Higgins I didn't like the way Chicago's defense looked, and T. Higgins has a really cool name, and I'm confident in his ability to surpass your expectations.
3: I mean, I'd argue Debo has a cooler name than T. Higgins.
1: Uh, Debo has two syllables. T is really easy. I like it. I
2: didn't get to. I didn't watch much of the Lions game because I'm kind of tapped out on them right now. Um, oh, the Bears was game.
1: Can... The Bears are against the. Players. Oh, never mind. Go ahead.
2: Um. So I was watching, I didn't watch much of the Niners Bears game. Cam, I remember you had made a reference that the Debo touchdown was a fluke. So that was kind Bob. of hooky, sir. Say it again. Oh, that's Bob Bobby. That. Okay. Yeah. Let's let's take that as a fact. So you take that 75 yard touchdown off the board. He's still eight for one thirteen. Like how did he look?
3: I think it's I think it's a more of a testament to the shittiness of the Lions secondary than it is to Debo Samuels. Abilities as a receiver.
0: Yep. So you'd want to see it against a uh, a real team. Yeah.
3: Okay. And you don't. Uh... I mean, it's really you have a the the problem is that you've got T. Higgins. He's in Cincinnati, and any one of those receivers can do well. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're going to be the week. It's they're going to be the flavor of the week. Debo has Ayuk in the other on the other side.
0: Yeah, um, and Kittle,
3: and Kittle, another guy with Jesus hair. Um,
0: and Cooper Cup's got Robert Woods. You're right. There's
2: always going to be uh no, but none of my guys feel like clear cut number ones. No, so, absolutely. That's that's kind of the origin of the question. So. Alex, you're you tied on a T. Higgins at Chicago. Yep. All right. I do. Well, I've got the opposite lined up right now, so I'm going to see if, I, if your comments are enough to make me pivot.
3: It's not. Don't lie.
2: <laughs> <sighs> I don't know. You you can. Your point is valid. It's the lines. It feels like there should be a sixty percent tax on that performance. Yeah. So it's, it's like a seventy-eight yard performance.
3: I mean, so I it. don't. I don't know. If you saw that 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 eighty yard touchdown though, I didn't. Did you? Like, no. Akuda actually was playing good defense on him. The ball, like Akuda had his arm across his chest, like you'd think that he's gonna block ninety five percent of the balls thrown at him, especially something down the field. And the yeah. ball drops underneath Akuda's arm and kind of just falls in Debo's lap. And it's kind of like, oh god, he caught the ball somehow. It was a complete fluke.
2: Yeah, that's why I'm like, let's even if we remove that, that eight for one thirteen knocks out that yeah. seventy five yard touchdown. So, I'm a, yeah, I, I think that really that's a consideration. It was the Lions. But I, I, you know, I drafted the guy too, so I am a believer. But I drafted T Higgins before him, so I'm a believer in him hey, too.
3: I had him in our weird league with that Breton setup. I had yeah. Dabo. So, I mean, he helped me beat your son.
2: <laughs> At least one of us can. All right, this uh, number seven is a Please passion believe. point for me. Yeah, right. Um, I dislike Urban Meyer so, so very much. So one of you talked to me. Why is he a head coach when there are so many good coordinators who would just be so much better than this gentleman?
1: Because big names sell tickets. He was big in Florida, so they hired him in Jacksonville. That's it.
2: Bingo. I always forget about that part. I mean, I know he's from Florida, but yeah, it was because the yep. resistance that was in Ohio State. Yeah.
1: He's a big he name is- in Florida he
3: is loved in Florida.
0: Mhm. And
3: then he brought in the other son of god, Tim Tebow with him as a I mean as an experiment. Oh. The evangelicals were all getting horny on that
1: team. Oh, dear. How many preseason tickets do you think were sold because they wanted to watch Tebbs? <laughs>
3: Tebbs. I don't know. Herbs
0: Probably and Tebbs. So. Yeah. Herbs and Tebbs. I mean, Herbs
3: I know you hate him. I hate him, too. But it's not like he isn't a good coach. He's just a good college coach. He's a great college coach. There are just some people who are not destined destined to be head coaches, good head coaches at the elite level, at at the professional level. I shouldn't say elite.
2: Like, I'm not disagreeing with you. I just don't know the answer. Like, I don't know if he's a good college coach. Like, he's good at recruiting, and I'm sure that's all 1,000% above board, and nothing underhanded ever happened there. So, like, he's good at getting talented players, but I I don't know what happens if you level the playing field. What I know is that the Texans last year were the sixth worst team in the NFL, and the sixth worst team in the NFL lost their all-world quarterback. I guess he's still on the team, but he's not playing. They lost their best defensive player. They roll in, they play Jacksonville as a laughingstock dealing with the Deshaun Watson stuff all season, and they roll them 37 to 21. And and your best, Trevor Lawrence will be their best player, but today it's James Robinson. You can disagree, that's okay. But I think we can agree that letting him touch the ball eight times is ridiculous. One time in the first half, that's ridiculous.
3: Oh, I agree. I mean, again, you know what that's very, very eerily similar to? That um, Michigan State-Ohio State game where Geiger kicks the field goal and does his air guitar runoff. You know, Zeke got the ball less than 10 times that game. If Zeke gets the ball for Ohio State in that game, we're destroyed. But somehow, Urban... Went against game plan or whatever, or I don't know, just forgot about him. And did the same thing, kind of like what he did with James Robinson. But, again, I you, you're you right. You and I are going to disagree. I don't think Trevor Lawrence is going to be good. I think oh, he's okay. Gonna bust. I think he's going to bust.
2: Oh, I can be on um, board with that. I thought you were arguing that he James Robinson wasn't their best
0: player to, right
3: No, now. no, no. No, he is. Although... What about, you know, top, top wide receiver, Marvin Jones Jr. I could spend all day thinking about picking him with one of my first picks in my draft. Um,
1: How do you do this? Week? How do you do?
3: I have no idea. He
2: actually had a pretty good game.
1: Ooh, Matt with the underdog pick.
2: It was like five for seven touchdowns. So. Yeah. We'll, we'll move on from that. Um, over-under. Orburn Meyer gets fired at some point in year two. Over-under.
0: Over. I think he goes to three. Okay. Xander. Under. You think he gets through year one?
1: Oh, that's what you're asking. I think, I think that they're just going to try to fill the team with talent, like what they did at other teams, and just let them go for three years.
3: Well, no, but here's the other thing, too. He has to be fired or leave. Uh,
1: he might pull the heart heart thing. I still say three years.
3: I I mean I know he's already addressed the situation, but USC is looking for a head coach. So you think he pulls a Saban? I could easily see him pulling a Saban. Easily see him pulling a Saban. And a Bobby he retired, yeah. He retires from Florida. And says he's never going to coach again and goes to, takes a year off and then goes to Ohio State. Says he's never going to coach again, takes a year off in the booth and goes to Jacksonville. I mean, come on.
0: So
2: it sounds like we're in agreement. Nobody thinks Herb is going to be a good NFL coach.
0: Yeah, probably not. I
3: think it's more likely that he is not
0: correct. But you feel like it's in the range of outcomes he could be
2: at
3: least. Sure. I mean, I'm not going to – this isn't Rod Marinelli.
0: Yeah, that's true. He,
3: he has won championships at some level with multi, in multiple places. I mean, he took freaking Bowling Green to a to a bowl game in his first year. He has won everywhere he's gone.
2: And I know that I dislike him because I don't think he's a good human, and he is really – I was James Robinson – is just under Young Way is my guy, and he's just done everything he can to just pee in that guy's cornflakes, drafting ETN, giving him, fi- letting Carlos Hyde out carry him, because, you know, that makes all the sense in the world. But anyway.
1: Oh, is James Robinson on your team?
2: No, uh, Carly's got him, but I've got him on oh, some okay. other teams, and I, j- I just like James Robinson. I really gotcha, like gotcha, him. Gotcha, 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 gotcha,
3: Robinson was actually on my do not draft list mm. because, because of the Carlos Hyde and Etienne.
2: Yeah. Does that did that stay the same after the ETN injury?
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Okay. Yeah, I, I'm open to being a blind spot, both my hatred of Herb and my love of James Robinson. Um, but maybe another blind spot for me here. So I've talked, Kelly's my number 10, but per ESPN, Carly is their number 10. And both by how they final rank her in final season projections, and if you look at playoff percentages, she's significantly number 10 before there's a big gap between her and nine. So I don't see it that way. So I'm just curious, where do you guys uh, land? Is Carly at the bottom of the barrel as it stands right now? Or do
0: you think like me, she's a little more middle of the pack? I think she's low end of the pack, but she's not the bottom.
1: I think she's in the middle. I don't think she's at the bottom. I don't, that's the thing about the first week as I never can never really tell anybody that's at the bottom. Cause it's just like, this. just maybe after like two or three, but like I, I think she's in the middle kind of fighting for her spot that, you know, kind of solidify where she is in the league. So um, I don't think her team's bad. Maybe it just wasn't the best week, but um, I believe in Carly. You believe in everyone. I was just going to say that. It's it's because I have a lot of people to believe in. And you know what? Maybe that Antonio (laughs) Brown pick turns up for her. He had a great week. What if he keeps doing that?
3: I was waiting to pick him, and she got him the round I wanted him.
1: Mm-hmm. I'll oh, so she,
2: If I remember draft order, that basically means you missed out by, like, what, two picks?
3: Yeah.
2: Oh, sorry about that. That's a rough break. That happens. That stinks.
3: I I was waiting and waiting and waiting, and I just thought I'd be able to get him, and I waited one round too long. I like...
2: I like Antonio Brown. I like Chris Godwin. I think it's just for me, what you talked about earlier, Cam, between those two and Mike Evans, it's just kind of flavor of the week kind of thing. So love the talent, just a lot of mouths to feed.
3: The difference between them in Cincinnati is that one has Tom Brady throwing them the ball. The other has Joe Burrow.
2: No, uh, don't disagree, but I do think, I, I think, yeah, I don't think you can argue it caps their upside. I don't think they have like an upside like Tyreek Hill does where it's him and maybe Kelsey or Devontae Adams or it's him and nobody else. But maybe you disagree, but I guess that's just why I have the moment of pause with him, not hating him, just uh
3: well, okay. Let me let me further extrapolate on the, the Brady versus Burrow thing. Brady throw is known for throwing to like eighty five different receivers a game. So yeah. everyone's gonna get a touch um, at some point during the game. And that's not the case with Cincinnati. Um, it's just not the way the offense is built. Burrow's also not Tom Brady. So anyways, moving on.
2: (laughs) Moving on indeed. All right. We've talked about this from time to time. I would just like there to be more trades in the league. I just think it makes it more fun, but for whatever reason, it just does not happen often. So I'm going to introduce a trade idea this week just to see if you think it's a fair, a fair one or Alex, what can I do for you over there? Hey, is this, this still the ten for ten? Yes, this is number nine.
1: Oh, I was gonna say, why aren't they numbered?
2: Number nine trade okay. idea that I trade have. Trade
1: ideas.
3: Okay. We just yeah, got done with, with with we just got done with number eight letter F.
1: Yeah. Yep, letter F number. I, I you know I just want to say you know, it's a big thing about one for one. I don't need to count because there's only one thing.
2: So, after I get Michael Thomas back, what do you think of the following trade? If I send Matt, Jonathan Taylor,
0: and C.D. Lamb in exchange for Dalvin Cook? I don't think that's where his team is hurting.
1: I think Matt loves Dalvin Cook too much. I don't think he's going to do it.
3: I also agree with that. Um
1: also, he's not living up to the expectation of being like the number two running back after the first week, but he's still like point rank like eight or nine. So, I mean, he's still. For an offense that didn't do well, like we were saying earlier, to still score that many points is impressive. I think that he has a lot of high upside potential and uh, I don't think that's going to trade him. Right.
2: Yeah, I think you're making the trade based on knowing you're giving up a top five running back, but you're getting a top 10 running back and a kind of 10, 12 wide receiver back. So it's about trying to give yourself more depth.
3: I just don't think that's where his. like I said, I just don't think that's where he needs help. I think he needs to stop relying on Matty Ice.
2: Oh, that hurt. And that's tough because I think, I don't think Matt, Matt Ryan's going to get you 18 points every week, but he's going to randomly clunk because that's what he does. Yeah. Yeah, I would be curious. I would wonder what the best performance of any team in the league with Matt Ryan as their quarterback has ever been.
3: Well, you'd be the one to look it up. So,
2: Speaking of looking up and research, that takes us to number 10, our last one, 10 for 10. So we are going to play the same game we played last week, Three Truths and a Lie. Three truths and a lie. So, I got to give you some context on this.
0: Okay. So,
2: as they talk about, like, a lot, I was really enamored that uh, Carly comes in the league and has a 10-win season because they are just not common occurrences. So, in case I say this wrong in, uh, as we go through this process, I'm counting anything with 10 or more wins as a 10-win season. So. Hear that in case I say it wrong further on. So, whether you go 11 and 2, 12 and 1, 13 and 0, for this three truths and a lie, that is a 10 win season. So, three of the following things are true. One of them is false. You guys tell me what, uh, what is the not truth. There have been 13 times in our league's history a team has won 10 games. Only three times has a team won more than 10 games. Pam, you, myself, and Tim account for at least half the 10-win seasons in league history. Last, only two times has a team won 10 games and won the league
0: championship. Three of those things are true. One of them is a lie.
3: I'm going to go with the one that includes me specifically.
2: Okay. I'm
3: going
1: to say the second one was a lie.
2: Only three times has a team won more than 10 games. Yeah. Okay, let's go through them. There have been thir- 13 times a teen ha- team has won at least 10 games. That is true. Alex, you have the gold standard record at 12 and 1. Nobody has ever gone 11 and 2 in our league. Uh, Tim has the second best record. He went 10, 2, and 1 one year. <laughs> And then the other 11 teams, the other 11 times this has happened was teams going 10 and three. So, Alex, you are correct. Only one time a team has won more than 10 games. Um, Cam, yes. Tim, three times. You twice, me twice. That's seven of the 13 10 win seasons have been accounted for by the three of us. Mm. And only two times has a 10 win team won the championship. Kelly's 2019 squad and I forget which one, but one of Tim's 10 win teams won the championship. True, false. Gordy has a 10 win season.
0: True. True.
2: It hurts my soul so very yep. much that yep. just
3: it was like his first year, wasn't it? No, he
2: had a two year run. Um, 2014, he had a 10 win season, but did not win the championship. And then he had a, like a 8 win season the next year because he had a. Both years he had like two, the top three receivers in the league, and he beat me for the title. And it just still <laughs> breaks my soul.
0: <laughs>
3: oh, that's the uh, best. That's the best stat ever. Yeah, that was something.
2: All right, so those were ten for ten. Is there is there anything one of you would like to talk about before we pivot to the power rankings?
1: I mean I you know you know I can talk about a couple things here or there. Um, in fact it's time for Alex's one for one. You guys ready? Bam, 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 Bring it, big
0: honey.
1: Yeah. <sighs> Out of breath. It's the year of overconfidence. on the best show the world has ever seen. Alex Turner's That's a true just, statement right there. that's a true statement, if I'm being overconfident. Anyway, so I was walking around this week on the internet. Fair
2: for you. Exercise is healthy.
1: On the internet. Um, <laughs> by walking around, I mean sitting in a chair and playing around on Buzzfeed. Have you guys, have you guys, heard about Buzzfeed before? Yeah, sure. okay um it's basically just nonsense um and they also have like hundreds of quizzes like you know like which golden girl are you and stuff i found out you
3: just got a boner on that one
1: Mm -hmm. i found out i'm apparently a sagittarius um i'm I'm not though but buzzfeed says i am so we'll stick with that (laughs) uh Nonetheless, I was like, these people are paid to write quizzes, and this is the year of overconfidence. So, what does the year of overconfidence? What does Alex think? I can do that better, right? Sweet. So I made my own BuzzFeed quiz for you all, and today oh, we're gonna yes. take a quiz. And both of you are there's eight. There's only eight questions, but we're gonna do a which NFL quarterback are you quiz? I'm oh, stoked to you guys, right? I'm it stoked. A, it took me a while, okay. I want Jason and, to be
2: on this just to see if he is like actually the Eli man.
1: <laughs> well there's only fourteen quarterbacks I picked from. I couldn't pick every quarterback. We couldn't go through he backups, would. but you know right. what you got?
3: And knowing right. Jason's luck, he would end up being Aaron Rodgers, the man he hates more than anything.
1: Yeah. <laughs> All right. And uh knowing me, we may have some interesting quarterbacks on that list. Are you guys ready? I can answer. Can't, on, we, find out. Just I can't answer how we're right. Just answer however you want. You know, we don't have to take turns. You know, you guys can just speak up whenever you're ready. We're good to go. We don't need to
0: be wasting time.
1: Question number one. What's your favorite ice cream flavor? Is it A, vanilla, B, chocolate, C, Neapolitan, or D, Rocky Road? Chocolate. Chocolate. Steven's chocolate. chocolate. is chocolate. All right. We're going down the same thing. Chocolate, everyone's favorite. You stick with the favorites. That's the point of the question. I love it. Question number two. Dogs or cats? Dogs, dogs, dogs. Oh, my gosh. You guys are both heading down that same path. I love it.
2: This reminds me of Know Your Boo from last season. <laughs> yeah, know Your yeah.
1: Boo. So, anyway, this is kind of the basic thing that uh, BuzzFeed questions go. So anyway, I just have
2: to share. Saquon Barkley ran for negative six yards just now. And go, Alex.
1: Sounds right. Uh, question number three. You got a new job, and you're actually up for a promotion because you've been doing so well. You've been invited to your boss's Christmas party, who has a couple of friends, works, Work people, some friends, and the boss's family. You're sitting in the living room, and you blast the largest, wettest fart that you've ever had in your entire life. What do you do? A, you poop your pants and pretend to pass out so that they call an ambulance, and when they pick you up, you have the ambulance drive you home. B, B, you as a human being are always prepared. You immediately pull a whoopee cushion that you keep in your back pocket for instances such as this. Stand up and say, Who put this here? <laughs> C. You stand up and walk out without saying anything and quit your job without putting in two weeks notice. Or D, you look around for the in the room you look around the room for the weakest person and pass the blame to them.
3: D, I have literally not well, not shit my pants, but I farted in class and pointed it out at someone else.
0: Okay.
1: His
3: name was Cam. Eric Dublis.
1: Cam's D. Okay.
3: <laughs>
2: Remind me what C was, Alex.
1: Um, you stand up, walk out without saying a word, and quit your job without putting in a two week's notice.
2: God, I love that one, but I think I'm with Cam D.
1: Okay. Uh,
3: I really wanted to pick A.
1: Okay. <laughs> oh God. Uh question four. After years of Jedi training and years of war, you finally capture Count Dooku. You have your lightsabers around his neck, and the Chancellor says, do it. Do you, A, do it, B, don't do
0: it, or C, cut off his head? I'm letting Steve go first on this one. Okay. Um,
2: I guess I would have to say, don't do it, because I don't know who Count Dooku is, okay. and then I would need some background information. So Perfect. I would need more information before I'm murdered. Uh, I
1: murdered. He's leading the separatists. And
3: They're... he played Saruman in Lord of the Rings. You know him.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, Cam, right in <laughs>
2: my alley. Yeah. Yeah,
0: I don't would... do it. Steve, don't do it, Cam. I, I would, I would do it. Cam would do it. No one would cut off his head, though. Okay. Do it. Do it. um Hmm? point of order
1: yeah point of order doesn't that mean do it no c was cut off his head a is do it you can't ask questions with buzzfeed you don't you don't understand the question you just have to pick one that's how buzzfeed works so anyway Okay. okay um number five how many hostess cupcakes have you eaten in your life a one to four b four to seven three Seven to ten. Or D, I've lost count. D. I love those. D,
3: I know. I love them so much.
1: Okay. One, two, three. Number six. In the hit TV show Lost during the first season, most everyone had the theory that they were all in purgatory. Do you think the directors, A, had a grandmaster plan, or B, filled each episode with nonsense because they were mad at us for guessing it so fast?
3: i'll let steve go first again
1: mm-hmm.
2: uh, i know you said it's buzzfeed so we can't ask questions i've nope. never watched lost but i actually had a conversation about lost with somebody and their theory was that they started making it up around season three so as season two i would say they had a plan so what are my options
1: had a grandmaster plan or filled each episode with nonsense because they were mad at us for guessing it so fast
2: I'm going to assume you talk about season two, so I will go with had a plan. Season three or later, I would have gone just making up nonsense.
1: Ooh, Stephen believes, and Stephen believes in it. Okay.
3: I will go nonsense.
1: Cam okay, goes go nonsense. I love it. There's some differences. All right, two more questions left. Question number seven. Frederick Nietzsche once said, "When you stare into the abyss, the abyss stares back into you." <laughs> what does the abyss see when they look at you? A. Inner demons. B, another abyss, which sassily looks back. C, bats. Or D, NASCAR. <laughs>
2: <laughs> demons. Guys, okay, demon says demons. I think you know why that's Alex.
1: Mm-hmm,
3: mm-hmm. I'm going with the, the sassy abyss that stares back.
1: Damn, <laughs> right, sassy, love it. All right last and final question a talking snake you found in a volcano grants you one wish what do you wish for a the ability to out pizza the hut (laughs) b world peace or c you wish to know why there is a talking snake in a volcano
2: Uh, we've had some variation now, so I guess I will go with B. World peace.
1: Oh, Steve, that's just a that's just to <laughs> NFL quarterbacks when they just go and they answer questions and say what they want us to hear. All right. Oh Lord, I'm, I want to I'm
0: gonna be like Josh Hutt.
1: Rosen. You want to out-pizza the hut? <laughs> I
0: want to out-pizza the hut.
1: Okay. All right, that's <laughs> a good answer.
3: Josh Rosen.
1: All right, I have to calculate the scores here real quick.
2: What would be the worst answer he could give you, Camps? What would be the thing where you're like, "What
3: is this? I don't Stony, want that." Stony case.
2: Alex is too young for Stony
0: case. Try again. Um. Mike Mahan, Mahone. What was the? What was the Mike? Mike Mann, McMahon.
3: Mike. Yeah, is that who it was? That weird-looking quarterback the Lions had that one year.
2: Oh, right before Joey came aboard? Yeah. Okay. I think it's still a little before his time, but yeah, I just I just don't want some quarterback who yeah, some journeyman quarterback. I'm hoping for some like juice, like a Peyton Manning, if you will.
3: Jake Jake Ruddock would be a horrible one.
1: All right, you guys ready? Yes. We are. All right. Hang it on. So I want you to know I picked character. I picked quarterbacks that I knew their character flaws and their interests. Okay, so it was some people are retired, some people are in there. You did get one of the retired ones, Steve. Ready, Steve? Yeah. You are somebody that believes in your coach and you believe in the team around you. You would also, when talk to the when you talk to the press, you would immediately say the thing that you believe is right, even when getting sacked behind the offense. You will tell them that they did a good job, um, but when look deeply, you will see inner demons. You're Andrew Luck. I, I can live with that. All right. Kim, you're pretty rad. You're pretty rad. Um, let's see because they were guessing it so fast. You don't believe in authority one hundred percent of the time because you believe in yourself. You're willing to improvise when needed, and you will when asked the question, you will definitely believe in what you really want, which in this case was outpeacing the hut. You got Gardner Minshew. Bring it. All right. I think
2: that's
0: all awesome. feel good
1: about this. All right,
0: and that was
3: Alex Turner's one-for-one. Alex?
1: Yeah?
3: I need to just give you kudos, because that may have been the greatest thing I've ever participated in. (laughs) That includes the birth of my children. (laughs) That includes my wedding. I, I loved it so much.
1: Do you think yeah, if I, I submit it to that. BuzzFeed, I can get a job?
3: Yes. No, I think. No, 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 no. you keep making your own. And I you should make. Out, and you out BuzzFeed BuzzFeed.
1: You're right, Cam. This is the year of overconfidence. I don't need exactly. somebody to tell me to give me a job. I can do it myself. Darn it. Yes. I
3: you love out it. Pe- I love it. out Pizza the Hut to them.
1: Yeah, I out Pizza them.
3: You out Buzz the Feed.
1: Mm-hmm. I out- Alex, I don't know season.
3: that
2: he's wrong. I just don't want to commit recency bias. You've had a lot of gold through the years, but this, if nothing else, definitely cements your legacy. I mean, this is can just you, a
3: can you do these every week and have just this is your one for one every week? That just a buzz
1: feed? There. Okay, yeah, sure. All right, I'll figure out something. It's time-consuming, but
3: at least when I'm on.
1: Yeah. <laughs> All right, just to keep the clock
2: going here, guys. All right, we're gonna go ahead and start our 10 for 10 here. I'm going to set up just a reminder of how we sorted out last week, and then we'll kind of get going and see how you guys do guessing this week. So last week, Lucas was one. Steve was two. Derek, three. Xander, you came in at four. Bobby, five. Carly, six. Cameron, you were at seven, followed by (laughs) Jason. (laughs) Love you, babe. Jason, eight. Matt, nine. Kelly, ten. So with that... Guys, who's number 10 this week?
1: Matt. I think he already told us it was Kelly.
2: Oh, I I was just saying she was last week 10, and then she had the lowest score of the week. So oh. I didn't commit to anything.
3: I'm okay. going based on the power Duffings. duffings. I don't know how we, I would work that in. But it's going Matt. Brad.
1: I'm going to say Kelly.
2: Alex is winning 1-0. Kelly was care. 10. Stay. That's okay. Uh, Kelly was 10, stays 10. So, okay, uh, you you have a little more faith in Kelly than us. So, Cam, why don't you talk about that team?
3: It's not that I necessarily have faith. I just have less faith than Matt's team. Hmm. So it's like kind of having zero faith and one faith. I have one faith in Kelly's team and zero faith in Matt's team. I will say, like I said, the, she, these, she and Matt are what are two of the teams that I do not think will make the playoffs. Um, I just think that compared to Matt, she has a couple more pieces that she can work off of. Um, like, she, yes, we've talked about Aaron Rodgers, but he is the reigning MVP. Um, Matt has Kirk Cousins. <laughs> Well, he, um, he's Matt's got Marvin Jones jr. Who he spent more than his allotted draft time. I cannot stress this enough. He spent more than his allotted draft time to pick a wide receiver. And that's what he came out with it was Marvin Jones jr. That just makes no sense to me. Um, I'm not a big Joe Mixon fan. Um, I think you and I have talked a lot about Joe Mixon.
2: But maybe that will be more important when we get to Matt's team, but right now we're talking about
3: Kelly. I know. I'm comparing the the two. Sorry, go ahead. I'm saying why I don't think Kelly is number 10. I'm saying why Matt is number 10. These are the power duff kinks. Understood. I told you, I don't care about your janky system. (laughs) And I mean that. I don't mean that in your name. I mean that in the actual adjective.
1: You guys want to see the power turner system? Oh, yes, God, please. everybody gets gold stars and we're all tied at number one.
3: We're all number one. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
3: except <laughs> except for Matt. He's still number 10. Um, no, he's not. um, But like I said, I think Kelly has more pieces. She has Kelsey. She has Rogers. She has Aaron Gibson. She's got Washington football team defense. Her bench, whoops, I just picked something that I shouldn't have picked. Um, if her, if Jalen Hurts can keep it up, that could be a surprising pick to me. I didn't think he'd do very well. Um, he was actually one of my, my QBs to avoid. Um, yeah. um, I do like Chase Edmonds. I wanted him as a late-round pick. Um, but, yeah, I just think she's got more pieces than Matt does.
2: Okay. So, if Matt was 10, would she have been 9? No. 8? I'm not telling you. Okay, fair enough. Alex, anything to add?
1: Um, I just think Kaylee has a lot of potential. I mean, if Melvin Gordon, too, is able to perform like he did last week moving forward, which maybe. That could be a pretty positive thing. And uh, if Aaron Rodgers doesn't pan out, maybe Jalen Hurts stuff. I, just, I do think she has potential for a good team. And we'll see what Najee Harris does in the next week or two.
2: Yeah, anything is anything. And there's reason you can always point to a guy and say, hey, he could have a good game. He could. I just, I don't think there can be disagreement. This is the worst wide receiver core in the league. I just, I mean, I don't know who you argue is worse. And that's huge considering that's like, she's stuck. She can't do anything else with these guys. And it's the hardest position to replace. So. I think it's concerning, yeah. but uh, I also understand that Aaron Rodgers is not going to put up 8.8 points. she's not going to put up 5.4, but I also don't think Travis Kelsey and Brandon Cooks are going to have the weeks they had. So I just think upside is capped here.
3: Uh, maybe the league should do something about the wide receiver position being so difficult in our league.
2: Well, we're not doing it for two more years, I believe, because this is only, sadly, year one of our three-year moratorium.
3: I can't wait till I win the league and I quit.
2: Fair enough. All right. So, Kelly was 10, stayed 10. Nine.
0: Matt. I'm going to say Matt.
2: Alex, you're running a perfect game so far. It is Matt. Matt was 10. Sorry, Matt was nine, stays nine.
3: I've said all I can say about Matt's
1: team. Yeah, yeah
0: talk to me, just... Alex. What do you think?
1: Um, I still think Besides Dalvin Cook's.
0: Besides am
1: gold star. I'm still, I think Dalvin Cook's might come back i still believe in him um i'm trying to uh i know y'all don't believe in kirk like i do but i think that he's a talented young man um tj hawkinson also had a pretty okay game but i mean he's a tight end in our league and that's not really the biggest thing um i mean we'll see calvin ridley didn't have a great game but i uh, i'm not even 100 percent sure what he do he's at that position where it's not He might, he probably can try to look for like some wide receivers to maybe like even out. And also, I'm not a big Joe Mixon man. Um, it's just like a lot of the spots on his team need a little bit of help. Um, but I'm not sure how much he's going to be able to do in free agency. But I, I still think Dalvin Cook's an amazing player. And I think that Dalvin Cook alone, if he has his good games, can help him win some good games. Um,
3: He, he needs to make a trade, yeah. I don't think he can do it through free agency. There's nothing there.
1: Yeah, no, not like not like previous years. Yeah. There's like a lot of running backs that had good weeks, but they they're splitting time, so there's no there's no way it's like consistent. Um he does have a lot of trade potential in Dalvin Cook. Maybe Calvin Ridley move forward, so
0: that's
1: so that's
3: the that's the thing. I just don't think he's gonna be willing to part with Cook. But
0: that's really his only chip. Maybe Calvin Ridley. Um. Let's see who else does he have? Yeah, I mean I'm not trading for anyone on his bench
2: unless if there's a, a Joe Mixon fan in the league. I know there's not. Like I'm not one, but I mean other mm-hmm. people are. I mean universally, he's not as hated as or disliked as a player as much as I have.
3: I'm down. Mm-hmm. I don't think he. Okay, I don't think he's a good player, or, or I don't think he's a bad player. I don't think he's a good player for our league.
1: I I agree with that. Since we don't have that tight if we had a tight end like Soul Spot, he'd be a great player to have, but we don't. He's a running back. Oh, I thought we were talking about Hawkinson. I can't read.
3: You're talking about Mixon.
1: We're talking about Mixon. Uh, I wouldn't like Mixon in other leagues either. I've had Mixon on my team before, and he's just not my favorite. My apologies. I,
3: I just, like I said, I don't think he'll be willing to part with Cook or Ridley in order to get the pieces he needs. What would you do? Um,
2: Look, if it was your team, you can't change the fact that this is who you have then. If you think yeah, Dalvin Cook is who you're trading, like you said, the trade I offered was not attending to your weakness. So what, what are you trying to get?
3: A QB His QBs are Matt Ryan and Kirk cousins.
2: Okay. So from your, if, what do you think is a realistic QB that he could get for
0: Dalvin Cook? Um, I don't know. Um, because like right now, it,
3: it it depends on how much research he's looking into it because I, and I'm not saying this just because I have him, but I picked him for this reason, but you look at Matt Stafford and the week he had last week, he's sitting on my bench. I'm only going to play him one week. Um, I think he's gonna play like that every week. I mean, he looked like a completely different player. Again, you leave Detroit and you become a different person. Um, and he's playing in a perfect system for him. Um, he looked like he was having fun. He was slinging the ball everywhere. Um, so that I think would be a good choice.
2: Okay. What if he? Okay. What if he said? Uh, I need a, I need to be able to put two two parts together. So Matt Stafford and Kenny Galladay.
0: For what, Cook? Cook, straight up. I would probably pull that trigger. That would seem like a good
2: – I think he'd be getting the short end of the straw, but I think he would get uh, more safety at quarterback because I'm a big Stafford guy. You're right. You, uh, we? I, uh, I was jealous. You, you, Doing Trey Lance over that is going to be, be interesting how that rolls out. Okay, so
0: Matt, nine. Let's talk about eight. So who do you guys have?
3: I know where you're going with this.
0: to. Okay, so to let Alex run first. Derek? Okay. Cameron, who do I got at eight? Derek. I do not, <laughs> you're both wrong. I know you I know, but I have yeah. Derek at eight. Mm. Bob. No. Well, he had a crappy week. I'll say Bob. You both rallied on the
2: second attempt. Uh, Bobby, uh, pretty decent tumble goes down from five to eight.
0: Yeah. It was just a classic underperformance
3: by his entire roster.
0: Yeah.
3: I mean, Aaron Jones goes the way Aaron Rodgers goes no one on Green Bay had a good week because of that performance. Um, Derrick Henry, again, they didn't really have a very big week in terms of their offense. Um, didn't they get destroyed?
0: Yeah, they got slaughtered.
3: Yeah. So they're not going to be running the ball very much. Um Jackson had 29 points, so that's a serviceable game. Um, 235 yards and a touchdown. Um, that's only four points under his projection for week two. So I don't think that's necessarily horrible.
2: Well, um, I think the, the end goal, you're right, but I'd also remind you, that game went to overtime, so if you had an extra 10 minutes to put that up.
3: Well, 10 minutes is 10 minutes. Yep. You can't, you're, you're dealt the card you played. Yep. Or vice versa, you play the card you're dealt. (laughs) Um, Stefan Diggs is the one that kind of... I don't want to say it confuses me. Nine receptions off of 13 targets, so the volume is there. 69 yards is good. He had 11, 11 and a half points. I would have expected at least a touchdown, but I don't think, again, that was another team that just got whipped. In their first game. So I think that I think he's got the pieces. I think it's going to turn around. Um, I liked his team initially um, going into the year, especially with where he made his picks. Um, I know when he picked Jackson, he was kind of on it, but it was so much later than he normally would have picked a QB. So I think he got a good one with where he did. Um Derek Henry was his keeper. I thought it was smart. I know Steve, you're not as high on him, but the past 2 years Henry was a touchdown machine. Um so you can't really go wrong there. And Diggs as we all know with J. Dot Allen, he had a great year and Diggs went along with him. So I think he's got the pieces. I think he'll come back up.
2: Yeah, I don't think Aits is landing spot, but I I don't think I see him getting much above four or five. um, It's just a dramatic change. But, yeah, I think just a bad week, no touchdowns, uh, some bad matchups. And uh, I think I said this last week, I don't disagree. Like, I I can see that Derek Henry will be good. I'm just going to get off. I'm going to leave a player a year or two too early. And there are telltale signs that the wheels could be coming off. And maybe not. But you just kind of have to you have to make your choice. And for me it was well, I'm gonna go another direction.
3: Why why do you say that though?
2: Um, the history on running backs after their two thousand yard season is an unequivocal. Everybody but one busted, and the one that didn't bust was I think Barry, and that's just because he has a different running style. But like the grinders like Derrick Henry and Chris Johnson and the other uh OJ. Um, I don't know much about his follow-up season, but I think it, looking for contact, I think that's just going to be a guy the wear and tear, as strong as he is. I'm just worried that could start showing up this year.
3: Or is it the fact that they ran for 2,000 yards and it's hard to eclipse that period, and so anything other uh, the next year is going to be a letdown?
0: Maybe,
2: but you also have the fact that, yeah, I'm open to it, but if you're asking why I don't like it, it's that and also compared to other elite running backs, like He doesn't catch the ball. Like, if you listen to podcasts, Cam, you probably heard the same thing. Like, he ran for 2,000 yards, 17 touchdowns, and he still only managed to be, like, running back six because he doesn't catch the ball. So, everything had to go right for him to be number six. So, if he returns to 1,300, 1,400 yards and 1,300, 1,400 touchdowns, then he's down to quarterback, like, twelve, running back 12 or
0: 13. Hmm. All All right. right. Yeah, I'll give you the last word on this. Anything uh, else? With, I was gonna say. Uh, I
3: I just I I know I've got AJ Brown on my team. I'm not thrilled with that pick either. But like, I'm not really high on any of the Titans. I don't like Tannehill. I'm I'm I don't know. I just think out of the out of the bright spot is Henry out of that offense. Yeah, that's my only reason. That's my only question. Or that's why I asked you that question.
2: Gotcha. I will be curious to see how they look without Arthur Smith gone. I thought he did a really nice job um, playing to that team's strengths.
0: Right. All right. Seven.
3: I'm going to say Derek. I'm going to say Derek because it should be Derek.
0: Are are you both wrong? Derek, you are both wrong. Um, Carly? I have to look at something here. Yeah, I guess I'll go Carly.
2: Yeah, you guys both, uh, like last time, got it right on the second time. Um, I'm going to leave on Carly. I think that uh, it's down one spot from six to seven, but I don't think the narrative on this team has changed. I think they are still a championship contender, but I think they, of the seven teams, they're the team that has the most uh, most hurdles they have to clear. I think the wide receiver core proved me right. Solid, not spectacular. James Robinson, we've already talked about that. Josh Jacobs had the most Josh Jacobs line ever, 34 yards rushing and two touchdowns. Like, I'm not... That's not a life I want to live because I don't think that's a life that produces a lot of points. And I see that uh, he is on her bench. Kyler and Alvin Kamara are fantastic. That's why she's seven. But uh, yeah, I think I don't think a whole lot of my opinion of this team has changed, and they, that's why they went down one spot. So maybe a little more luck with touchdowns next week, and they move up a couple of spots. So
0: that's where I'm at with Carly. Anything else, guys? Um.
3: I th- I find it really interesting that she went with so many players that she had last year. Yeah, uh, right? I mean, I understand she had a great year last year, so why not roll those dice again? But this is not a knock on Carly, but I think this was her make or break year to see if she really um if she really knew the draft system compared to like she walked into a better situation than Derek did last year. She won the coin toss. She got the better draft pick. She got the better keeper selection. Like, so to come in and see what she could do on her own the next year. And again, this is not a knock on you Carly. If you're listening Um, it's just one of the things I was, I was looking at. Um, I think it's, it's really, she, because she drafted so many of the same players I wonder if that's just lack of experience with fantasy football. I know you love the game of football, Carly, but um, it's only your second season with us. So um, I, I think she's got a good team. Robert Woods, he was on my radar. I wanted to pick him. I just I held off too long. Um, Allen Robinson, I'm sorry, I'm not a big fan of, especially with Andy Dalton throwing the ball. Um, yeah. yeah. Deontay Johnson, I think, is a good pick. Um, so I, again, like Kelly, I think she's got pieces. I think Kyler and Kamara are two of the best pieces that you could put together. Um, so like you said, she's got a chance.
2: Agreed, Alex. Anything to toss in?
1: No, I was the only thing I was really gonna talk about was the wide receiver thing, like you were talking about. But hey, maybe Antonio Brown will keep it up. So
3: that's a good point. Well, she's she's gotta play him though. She's not playing him.
1: Yeah, but I don't even know if I would have played him last week. Let's see if it move like happens going forward, you know. Yeah.
2: Well, yeah, just real quick, I said I was done, but Cam, you're right. This is going to be the test because you're going to have to play the waiver wire this year. This this team's, I don't see standalone being able to do it. But we all know how the waiver wire works. I mean, it was how it's how Tim made his living. It's how I've had some success through the years, Cam. I think that's how you've had some success through the years. So. Um, hey, that's
3: Justin Hebert, Hebert or Hebert or Aber or however you say his name. Time I got him last year.
0: Yeah.
2: I was wondering, like, Matt might be a trading partner for Matt, too.
0: Yeah. All right. Talk to me. Six guys. Derek. Derek. Nope. Oh. Of course not, because you're stupid. No, I'm
2: kidding. You guys both got it right. Uh, Derek <laughs> was a pretty decent tumbler. ghost from three last week down to six cam you got some feelings here so i want to capitalize on it take me what are your thoughts
3: well first of all this is what you get for trashing my team um you open with a loss Derek. i'm sorry um did he also spit at one of your children too when i missed
0: it what he's a nice guy he's good peeps yeah sure um
3: I'm just saying it's a good thing you live in Seattle or wherever the heck it is you live. Cause oh, I'd be, I'd be coming for you. No, I'm just, I'm just kidding. Um, I think Derek's team is good, but I think it's not a good team for our league. I think he has to, I think he has more work to do with how our, uh, with how our league scores. I think if we were in a traditional format, he'd be a top f- four team, but he has a lot of players that just for whatever reason, I think over the season, minus Metcalf, um, will just end up being more, I don't want to say mediocre, but will not be, they'll be top 10 guys, not top 5 guys.
2: I want to just and happen uh, real quick, and I'm going to give you the floor right back, because I think you make a really good point. I think Ryan Tannehill, to me, is the perfect example of what you're talking about. Standard league, right. he's probably a great quarterback. He is not good for our league. I think pivot to no. Joe Burrow is better. I'm not saying it's great, but it's better. Now he's getting to like I think somebody's like a quarterback eight, nine, ten, eleven.
3: Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't. I know you guys love Waller. The bid was giving me crap about saying, oh, it's not over yet. Waller could put up 43. He put up 43 against the freaking Jets last year. My grandma with COVID could do that. So, <laughs> um hashtag get vaccinated um but i i think he's gonna i think he's gonna be a good team he's gonna fight for the playoffs he's got to survive the injuries eckler will get injured chubb will get injured burrow will get injured um so we'll see but i will the win for me this week was very special
2: so with all the things, though, it does sound like um, you do like DK Metcalf, the player. Though. That's that's one. You don't oh, yeah. have objection to OK.
3: Yeah. I mean, he that he made the right choice to keep him. Who else would he yeah. have kept? The other person he could have thought about thinking, thought about keeping was Joe Burrow and he's got him.
2: He actually released Joe Burrow during the year
3: because he blew out his knee.
2: Yeah. Yeah. No, it made sense. Just it, there was probably no option. Uh, Alex, take the middle ground for us. I'm a bigger fan. I'm a big fan of the team. I, I think three is close to who they are. Um, Cam's not. Where Where do you land on all this?
1: I'm in between because he has a lot of players I really like, but then he also has players that I've taken chances on in the past that I wouldn't do again. So like Austin Eckler is somebody I had on my team, and I don't know why he was rated so highly as a running back, and he went for Austin Eckler. Um, same with Robbie Anderson and people like people on his bench and Julio Jones. Um, they're players that like, I wouldn't have gone for. Also, Joe Burrow wasn't a guy that I really wanted to worry about. Um, But then he also has people like that I really enjoy, like Nick Chubb and DK Metcalf. Um, Also, he does have Darren Waller, but again, like what you were saying, this isn't like a tight end heavy league. Um, I still really like his team. It's just there's some players on it I don't necessarily like. Um, And then also, sadly, I think DK Metcalf didn't have the best game last week because I think what my guy took all the catches, right? Uh, Lockett. T T. Okay. Higgins or
0: yeah.
1: It, um, yeah. Yeah, not T. Higgins. It, yeah. yeah. It took a lot of the catches. So um it's just gonna have to see what a lot of the players do moving forward. Um and then like what you're saying too, like I don't know how, how well Julio Jones is gonna do in Tennessee. Um, I don't know, he might have a couple of free agent pickups to do this week and uh I think he going be good. So I will say
3: I had Robbie Anderson on my team last year and he was awesome.
1: Was but, he? Every time I've had him, I always end up picking him up off a of free agency and it doesn't go well.
3: But but he now has Sam Darnold throwing him the ball.
0: And yeah. so that's a that's a problem. Know.
2: All right. Yeah. Take me now we're in the top half of the tax bracket. Who's number five, Gents?
0: Me. Cam?
2: Cam makes a nice move up from seven up to five. Cam, talk to me about your team.
0: Um,
3: I think they did what I thought they would do. Um, I don't think I have the top scoring league team in the league by far, um, but it's pretty much what I do in this league. I just win the games that I play. I don't need to win them by 65,000 points. I don't need to win by scoring 95,000 points. I score 128 points. You score 127, I still win. And that's pretty much been my MO the last couple years. Um, I will make the playoffs. Um, Even if Dak goes down, I'm not nearly as scared as I was last year because I have Stafford, um, unless I trade him to Matt. (laughs) Um, I, I don't like my wide receivers. Well, I shouldn't say that. I don't like Kenny Galladay. Um, that was not a pick I wanted to take, but I had no choice. The drop-off after him was huge, um, and he at least was a bona fide uh, number one wide receiver for a team versus um, someone's number three. So um, I ran into some injury trouble with with Dobbins. Again, I know Lucas wasn't high on Dobbins. I, everything I had been reading – was saying that this was going to be the breakout year. With where I took him, I was very happy to get him. Um, but then he busted his leg. I I happened to be watching that preseason game when he got hurt and I immediately picked up Gus Edwards who immediately blew out his Lee. And so that sucked. So now I'm running with Mike Davis and Kenyon Drake and the bane of my existence, James Conner. Um, Tell so. me about the OBJ pick. That was more wishful thinking than anything. Um, it's one of those things where hopefully he comes back. Um, I almost dropped him this week. I'm gonna, I, I was gonna give it one more week, but, um, yeah. So.
2: So if he's out again next week in week three, we're done. You'll probably make a cut on Thursday. Yeah. Any concern that uh, last week Cordell Patterson outrushed, less snaps, but outrushed Mike Davis, or not so much?
0: No.
3: Okay. I don't. I don't expect a lot of out of Mike Davis. He was my, He was the third running back I picked. He just happens to get the game time because everyone else I had in front of him got
0: hurt, except for Ezekiel. Yeah. Sure. So. Well,
2: I. I don't have any doubts in your abilities to make the playoffs. I my um, rank you seventh, but I can absolutely my money's on you working your way in because you know right now you are currently five. Did you make a waiver move yesterday? I know Alex, you picked up uh, the San Francisco running back.
3: Yes, I did. I had, I picked up DJ Shark.
2: Oh, okay. Seems like a solid I forget right? who I
3: I forget who I
0: dropped. Were you Boyd? Yes, I dropped Boyd. Did it actually go through.
2: Radical. Yep, that's right. Okay.
0: All right. Yeah. Alex, we have
2: having you talk for a while? What do you think of Cam's team?
1: Um, I think that Cam's team is. Oh boy. Good. No, I, I, I was just, you know, I was just taking a generic look at it. All right. Uh huh. Um. First of all, he has Dak Prescott, which killed it. And, I mean, I think Cam, he was your guy last week, year before he hurt himself, right? And he was killing it then, too? Yep. Yeah, and I mean, for all
2: real quick, all your griping about me and my take on your team, I did say I think you got the second-best quarterback in the league.
3: Yeah, that's great. You're still ranking seventh with the second-best quarterback in the league. You can do <laughs> shit.
1: Even then, yeah. you have Matthew Stafford on your bench, which is an amazing pick. Um, You got my boy DJ Chark. I think you picked him up, right?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I had to drop him because I had too many wide right receivers apparently. And then uh, Kenyon Drake is somebody that I've had on my team for two years. You're more than welcome to have him. Um, Guess
3: what? He will never play.
1: I had to make him play on my team.
3: Yeah, I, that's what I'm worried about. And he was the yeah. only he was the only running back left that actually got playing time.
1: <sighs> Chris Godwin too. Ezekiel Elliott I think still has a lot of potential. Um, AJ Brown. Uh, We'll see what happens with Kenny Dalladay. I mean, maybe he'll come back. I don't know. Um, He's
3: got five points right now in the fourth quarter, guys.
1: Yeah.
2: Sadly, I will say as much as I don't like him, he's always one play away.
1: Yes. But also, I think he might be just another one in the line of Lions players that feels like they're an amazing player because they're on the Lions and then they go somewhere else. And then they're not.
3: No, I think he made a – I think he made it. Or free agency decision and went to the Giants. I think he should think have so. reassessed his life decisions and picked a better team to go to because Daniel Jones is now his quarterback.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, he had Matt Stafford. He had
2: his chance to go to Chicago. And Cam, I'm with you. I'm not a Dalton guy, but if I'm thinking, I'd rather be in Chicago with Allen Robinson to take some of the pressure off me. And the, the well, you didn't know Justin Fields would be the quarterback at the time, he didn't, but that would have been the move I would have made.
0: Yeah, I don't know. Yep, all right, four, me, four.
3: Um, I'm gonna say Jason,
0: Alex.
2: Um, you know, you won. So you were for you stayed for.
1: (laughs) Eat that cam. I won. I was the worst team. Um, Mm. you didn't pick me yet because you assumed I would go higher. So I'm saying, haha, I was right. I'm not as anyway. Good as you think I am. Yeah, I was trying to make a joke, but it didn't come out right.
0: (laughs) You're overconfidence.
1: (laughs) Yep, you're overconfidence. Anywho's um. I like my team, and I'm worried about my team. So uh, Josh Allen did okay. He didn't do what like he was doing last year. DeAndre Swift was splitting time, and I doubt that they're just going to do that checkdown pass offense. All I don't think the running backs are going to get 30 passes again. I'm worried about Devontae Adams with how Aaron Rodgers performed last week, and he was one of my higher picks. We're going to see how that goes. Same with Justin Jefferson and Mike Evans. Tyler Lockett saved me, but he's inconsistent. So we'll see how it goes.
2: And look, Josh Allen played Pittsburgh, I think you you call 33 points against Pittsburgh a win. So I'm not too Oh worried about yeah, I'm that. not saying it's,
1: I'm not saying it's a loss, but you know, I just have to see how it keeps going.
2: Uh, for both of you, just I didn't watch the Lions game. I'm kind of like I said, didn't have any real action there. Just I eye, eyeball test, how did DeAndre Swift look?
1: Good. He looked He actually looked good, but I mean he had a lot of opportunity to look good. I think golf passed like 50 something times and I again I feel like I'm not exaggerating when I said, like, 30 passes went to check down my backs. It was, like, nonstop.
0: Yeah,
3: I don't think he's going to get his production based off of rushing. He's going to catch a lot of balls.
1: Uh, for oh, sure. When they when they did rush, they both of them looked good, you know?
3: Right, but I don't think that's where the bulk of his volume is going to come from.
1: Oh, I don't think it is either. I think I it's going to be the, coming from these passes.
3: Yeah. I think he'll be the check down. He'll get the screen passes. I mean, that's how he scored the touchdown, it was off that screen pass.
1: Yeah, I'm uh, trying to see how many targets he had um,
3: 75.
1: 75.
3: He, he caught 38 of them.
1: Yeah, yeah.
2: Well, while you were looking up that information, Alex, I'll say that, uh, yeah, I think it was a, I think you treaded water. And that's, you know, that's a pretty good thing to be able to tread water and get a win. So nice work. Now you move on. You're playing Jason. Uh, Terry McLaurin's not having an incredible night, but he's having a good night. So he's got about 15 and some change on you right now. So hopefully there's not too much damage for you in the uh, fourth quarter. But I just – I love Justin Jefferson so much. Devontae Adams is not going to have a game like that. I just think you need a running back. I think everything else will sort itself out. So I mean,
1: I technically have the number six running back. So <laughs> – and then I okay. had the eight so running backs. Yeah, I got Elijah Mitchell now. Yeah.
2: Eleven carries. And by the way, he had he had eleven targets. DeAndre Swift. So he did. You guys, yeah. check down theory makes a lot of sense.
1: Yeah.
0: All
1: right.
3: I will Sorry, say that. Hey, am I gonna get to talk about Alex's team?
1: Of course you can. Yeah, yeah. What you got?
3: So I will say that Alex is the first team that screwed up my whole draft philosophy.
0: <laughs>
3: it's followed immediately by Lucas. Right after him, um, he, they're the reason. Those two are the reason why I have the wide receivers I do, um, because I went into my picks thinking I'd be able to get a good wide receiver on the on with my third and fourth pick, and or I guess in your case, Steve, fourth and fifth pick, because I didn't keep keep around. Um, I did not expect both of them to go wide receiver, wide receiver, wide receiver, wide receiver. So by the time (laughs) it got back to me, eight wide receivers were gone in six picks. I was scrambling to make the picks that that I did. That sucked, seriously. It really did. Um, I mean, it worked out for them. I'm glad for them. And I understand the way they did it. But it really kind of threw me off. So, Alex, it was a good move on your part thanks
1: that's very nice of you
3: i'll still beat you twice this year though
1: i mean cab the year of overconfidence no you're not this is going to be the statistics i'm going to win both the times this year and then i'm going to have beaten you three times
2: so do you guys play twice this year you're not in the same division but we all have one out of conference opponent twice i'm stuck with lucas unfortunately
3: oh i didn't know that
2: so i will give you a chance to look at that um Well, I guess anything on Alex's team before you start looking at that up,
0: Cam? No. Okay. All right. Three. Jason? Jason.
2: Yeah. Biggest mover of the week. Uh, Jumped eight, five spots, pardon me, from eight up up to three. So yeah, this, the thing that I have to maybe give more credence to, that could be a thing that I wasn't giving you credit for is David Montgomery. Like there was reason at the end of last year to think he could be good. I thought it was terrible matchups and the fact that he wasn't great the first year and a half of his career, um, but had a good last week. So if he can be a thing, that's really going to help Jason. I don't care. I'm going to keep not believing in Adam Thielen kind of like you Derek or Cam and what you don't believe in until eventually it proves itself right. I'm just not buying that this guy is going to do what he did last week on a consistent basis. So I think Justin Jefferson is the Batman now, and it's just going to be a matter of time before he takes off. I am not a believer in Saquon Barkley. We've been watching this. I think, Cam, you pointed out he had one magnificent run, and he's got to be just scuttling like seven for 15 since then. He's down to five yards of carry after being up to eight yards of carry. I'm not interested, but he's on his bench right now. So benching your first rounder in week two is – the most J thing of all time. So
3: yep. Yes it is.
2: And I'm not knocking it, man. Look, you are the Kyle Shanahan of coaches. What have you done for me today? And today you didn't do anything, and your six points can be on my bench, because I doubt Jarvis Landry is gonna do much worse than that. So
3: I I, I think call. you'd say I think you'd say it in much more colorful language though. Can you give an impression of what he would say?
2: You know, I don't know. I've been noticing a couple of times at our at our get togethers, he seems to like uh he's gotten his language a little more um, not Jay-like so I hope I hope older age has not mellowed him out in that area but he's um, also got Rusty who I think everybody who's had Rusty, nobody ever likes that ride so he had a good Rusty week last week, we'll see how it goes but I don't want to live with Adam Thielen and Jarvis Landry so kudos on three you're a three-time champion, you could prove me wrong but I think this might be a little inflated after one week
3: Terry McLaurin has 23.1 points right now
0: yep Boom goes the dynamite. Um, Don't
1: worry. I'll still win. We'll be fine.
3: I think, again, going back to Adam Thielen, I think he's not – yes, Justin Jefferson's going to be the guy who gets all the downfield yardage. I can easily see Adam Thielen turning into, like, a Wes Welker type of a player where he plays in the slot gets a lot of catches and breaks one for a touchdown. That's, that's what he did last week. And as we know with Kirk, Kirk will throw a lot and he won't throw for a lot of yard. He'll throw for a lot of short yardage plays. Um, Especially when, obviously when he's pressured and things like that. So um, I think he's, I think he feeling as long as he can stay healthy is going to be, really productive for him. Um, McLaurin is obviously not having a problem. Keenan Allen, um, again, like you guys said last week, I've never had him on my team. I don't know anything about him. I forget about people on the West Coast. So, yeah. I mean, sorry. I mean, I don't know who you are if you play west of the Mississippi, apparently. um, So... Yeah. I think he's got I think he's got the biggest boomer bust team in the league.
2: Yeah, with and Montgomery, I think you absolutely uh can make that case and Barkley. I just
3: and, man, and got, Rusty. And Rusty.
2: If he's mentioned Barkley, are you tempted to make a trade offer or is that just a guy you're not interested in?
1: I am not interested in him.
2: Can, Alex, what about you?
1: I'm not interested in him unless like the trade is something like from my bench. Yeah,
2: right. I just don't know what Jason would view as market value. i I'm sorry. Oh, go ahead. Okay. Go ahead, Cam.
1: I'd be willing to trade,
3: um, like, Kenyon Drake and James Conner for him. Two for one doesn't, swap.
1: Doesn't he hate James Conner with a passion?
3: I hate James Conner with a passion.
1: Ah, that's you. All right.
3: And he still freaking found a way to get onto my team because there was no one left other than Kenyon Drake, who I also picked up. <laughs> mm-hmm freaking penis of a man
0: oh
2: that's oh. oh, all shot you know i've been meaning to bring this up a couple times so um i'm just gonna say it here real quick you know the, the five of us in the league who are on the show pretty consistently and like i i feel bad like there are teams that don't show up on the podcast that i don't speak kindly of sometimes they're all great people but as far as their team so to kelly to carly to jason to bobby to matt if you ever want to be on the show shoot me a text message we would love to have you i'd love to hear what you have to say about your team and kind of hear the other side of things so just remind me i want to say that um so get that out there i'm gonna just pivot us here because uh, we're coming up on the two hour mark and i promised i'd try to sh- uh, shorten us this time
0: who's two you yeah
1: i'm gonna say steve
2: all right was two stayed two set in the timer um Felt good about my team. Obviously, things went pretty well. All three wide receivers got touchdowns. Um, The two running backs did not get touchdowns but had really good games. McCaffrey was, like, over 90 but under 100 rushing and receiving separately. Uh, So that was really fun to have him on my team. I've never had him on any team before, seriously, so that was fun. Uh, Jonathan Taylor. I just like the guy. I think he's talented. I think the Seattle held him in check, but still being held in check is a 12 point performance. So I will take that and a touchdown being called back. So uh, I like the team. I don't have the firepower to be better than Lucas, but I do feel comfortable. I will kind of be riding out without injuries, the two through four train um, most of the year, but I will say if Michael Thomas can come back and Michael Thomas doesn't have to be the number one wide receiver. He was in 2019, but if he can be that seven, eight guy wide receiver in the league, he was pretty consistently for three years before that, then I think I've got the firepower to at least give Lucas a run. So that is me in one minute and three seconds. Sorry guys, went a little long. Anything you want to add before we pivot to number
3: one? I think your team sucks.
2: I agree.
1: <laughs> do you miss do you miss Cup?
2: I really missed Derek Chubb. Two touchdowns are just where I was drafting. There was no way I was going to get him. There was just no no feasible way. I couldn't keep him. There was just
0: no option. So
2: now you've enjoy got him push. there. He's a he's treasure of a man. Have you seen now those
0: shirts? Good. Sorry, you're both talking. Okay, I'm <laughs> waiting for you both to say something. I will say that one of my favorite things
2: that happened to Derek Chubb in the offseason was – Somebody made a comment about him. Like, you don't talk much about how good you are or like wanting a new contract. And his line was brilliant. He's like, you don't see, Lamborg- you don't see Lamborghini advertise their product. People just know. And I was <laughs> like, this is why I love you.
3: Now you've got the Christian cup. <laughs> I've
2: got the Christian cup. Well, maybe we just need to uh, market Young or put Young Wiku into that equation because he's obviously my guy now. All right. But anyway, not for me. Anyway. Number one. Oh, okay, uh, number one. fine.
3: You've got the Christian Coop.
2: Christian Coop. <laughs> well, I think if I come in tenth, we've got a contender for me here. Would no, you
1: dude. all right. Uh, would you go. have you seen the shirts that they're wearing? The Nick Chubb shirts that people were wearing in Cleveland? The Chubb Hubs. Man, I don't know. It's like the Pornhub really? logo, but it says Chubb Hub.
0: Awesome. Oh, that's awesome.
1: <laughs> yeah. I, that's I don't know if awesome. Steve would wear that. Anyway, number one. Who we got, Steve? What you got, guys? Lucas. Lucas! Killing it this week.
2: Guys, this is our this this was our nightmare of living. Um, he did not Not everything went perfectly, and he still put up almost 200 points. I mean, I would be curious to your guys' take on this, and I won't run through everything, but basically I think all we can hang our hats on is hope is that uh Chris Carson, he's not stellar as a flex. He's just kind of middle of the road, and Clyde Edwards-Alaire continues to not take advantage of being in the most potent offense in the NFL, but those wide receivers and that quarterback did all the terrible things that we thought they were capable of. So he's done nothing to walk me back from the fact that I think he's got the best team in the league as we stand right now. What are you guys, where are
3: you
0: guys at with this?
3: Um, again, it's, I mean, he, as he knows, it's all chiefs. I'll be interested to see if Tyreek will stay healthy. The two years that I had him, he had injuries that put him out a couple games each yeah. year um i believe the first year i had him he was out 6 games i don't know oh, right. exactly
0: yeah no i um, remember that being a tough run so um so yeah it, it, he's going to
3: hopefully if he can stay healthy yeah he's going to run away with this league um i like hopkins the most. <clears throat> Excuse me. I'm
0: sorry. I think that
3: was a great. DeAndre Hopkins. Oh,
0: like sorry. sorry
3: p- yeah, yeah. I like that pick the most just because, again, having him and Kyler, holy crap. Um, those two linking up together are awesome. Um, so to be able to have him on a team with Tyreek, um, with Hopkins, with Mahomes, you've got a ton of points right there. Amari Cooper is not going to do what he did this week every
0: single week. It's just not no. going to happen. Um, so, no, I think that's
2: a I think that's a fair call. But you're right though, the first part too. Like goodness, a 75 yard pass from Mahomes to Hill. Like when you're on, that's the opposing team that just got to crush your soul into little pieces. Yeah. But no, I I, I agree. I think. Amari Cooper is going to be a little more boom-bust. But again, he's your, he's your wide receiver tight end. He did, that's okay if that's what he is for you. And I think that was a oh, gift
3: I, from – oh, go ahead. I was saying, oh, I don't disagree. I'm just saying he's yeah. not going to be putting up 200 points every week.
2: No, I totally agree. But uh, I, I think if Derek Winsley owes part of – or if Lucas Winsley owes part of his acceptance speech to Derek for passing on Julio to take Amari Cooper, that's – maybe I'm wrong, but that – I talked about it last week. That's one I wouldn't have made. That one stung for me. Um, so yeah, I think that, uh, I, I don't get the sense there's any disagreement in the room that at this moment, Lucas is number one. No. All right. So we're going to pivot us here real quick to the, uh, power rankings are kind of taking our vote on next week. So quick update ESPN versus the power rankings. Um, Alex, you actually went four and one, uh, nice job last week. We all missed Carly. I think we all predicted she'd win and she lost. Um, So you were four and one ESPN, myself, Lucas cam. We were all three and two Derek, two and three. Good. (laughs) All right. So let's check in on this week. Sorry guys. Okay. Uh, The jank up of the week is
0: actually two Steve versus five Cameron, Alex, who do you have cam? I'm going to take me. Uh, Lucas, sorry. Uh,
2: Lucas has picked me. Cam, who do you pick? Steve. Uh, Derek's votes. uh, Text me his information. I just don't have it. Next up, one Lucas versus six Derek. ESPN has
0: picked Lucas. I also am going to take Lucas. Lucas has taken Lucas.
2: Cameron, where are you at? Lucas. And also, I didn't acknowledge with Cam. I imagine that probably hurt your soul to admit that I might win, but uh, we still have time for Mr. McGalladay to catch a long bomb. All right, next up, we have 3J versus 4Alex, and probably what should have been the Jankup of the week, and I'm going to change it. This, was, this is the Jankup of the week. 3J versus you, Alex.
0: Hey, I am going to go with Jay. Lucas went with Alex. Cam, who do you have?
3: Before I answer, did Alex pick the
1: last game? Yeah.
2: Uh, I have him taking. Uh, uh, I thought maybe not. Lucas. Yeah, good catch, Cam. Good catch. Okay. I
1: said it in my head.
2: <laughs> <Sorry to laughs> say it out loud. All right. Sorry about that. Okay. Now and. You caught up. I'm so picking Cam, me. Three J versus four Alex.
0: I'm picking me, baby.
2: But so you're not Cameron.
3: I'm picking Jay, baby.
2: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Now we are going to start with you, Alex. Seven Carly versus ten Kelly a Battle of the Sisters.
1: Ooh. I'm going to say Kelly wins.
2: I just wanted to hear you say the pirate voice. All right. Kelly. But I still pick Kelly.
0: <laughs> Understood. All right. ESPN has picked Carly.
2: I am taking Carly as well. Lucas has picked Kelly. Cam, who are you taking? Carly. And last, eight, Bobby versus nine, Matt. Cam, why don't you leave us off?
3: Bobby.
0: <laughs> Alex. It was Bobby versus
1: Zoom, I'm sorry. Matt. I'm picking Bobby. All
2: right. ESPN has picked Bobby. I am also picking Bobby. All right. So we didn't get to do it last week, but I want to keep it part of rotation recommendations of the week. So I'm going to go first. Um, we at least talked about it a little bit in our group thread, Cameron, um, Norm Macdonald died this weekend. Honestly, that was really right. hard for me. Um, yeah, I might get emotional here. So bear with me a minute. Um, I just, yeah, I might. Um, he's just maybe the funniest. Mitch Hedberg's early stuff is probably Some of my favorite stuff, but Norm McDonald just for decades was hilarious. I just I want to quote so many lines, but my favorite one is after the OJ verdict, murder is now legal in California. The story he tells about the moth and the podiatrist they're just so there's just so much fantastic Norm McDonald material. I I know a lot of people didn't like the Norm show way back when, but I just I cracked up at that. Um so if you get a chance to watch any of his stuff on YouTube, Alex, I don't know how much of a fan you were, but I know Cam. Um, man, this one's getting me. Uh, just just the best. Just my word. Um, and just maybe it's because I talked about it last year and I talked about Jonathan that it seems like all my favorite comedians have died except for Artie Lang, who's trying really hard to kill himself with a drug addiction. But he's been a year clean, so Mazel tov. Okay, so anyways, whoever wants to go next with the recommendation of the week.
1: All right, this may not come as a surprise to the listeners of this podcast, but I may have watched an entire Disney Plus series. (laughs) No, ducks are back. Is it the same as it was back in the day? No, it's much more aimed at children. But gosh darn it, did this show have a couple of yokes that I very much enjoyed. And I think that this will make jokes, some yokes. It made some jokes that I enjoy, and I think it will bring up another generation of ducks lovers. Mighty Ducks on Disney Plus, let's go.
2: I'm assuming they've set it up for there to be a season two.
1: ha <laughs> maybe.
2: Okay. All right, Cam, what have you got?
0: Um,
3: I really don't have much of anything. Um, my dog. I got a dog, so my life's been. Around that, I'm around that dog like eight hours a day because I work from home. Um, I started playing very briefly Ghost of Tsushima, the director's cut, and it's freaking fantastic. It is one of the most beautiful games I've ever seen. Um and so I highly recommend that game. Plus, it's got a really cool story. And what's it called again? Ghost of Tsushima.
0: Love
2: it.
1: Okay. You got it for me for Christmas, Steve. Oh, how'd you like it? My PlayStation won't run it very well.
0: Oh, oh no. Yep.
1: Yeah, I got the original PS4, so it's like it was stuttering like crazy, and I was like, yeah. Oh god! Oh
3: no! Yeah,
1: I was like, This is devastating because it's so pretty.
3: It's so good.
1: So I'm gonna upgrade eventually, and then I'll play it then, Steve. I'm like, I'm looking forward to it.
2: Awesome. Look forward to hearing how you like it. This Cam speaks highly of it. Mm-hmm. But for now, we have almost hit the two-hour mark, so I will wrap us up. I just want to say a quick. Uh, Get well soon to the commish. They had to take out 10 inches of penis, and he is still packing a foot long. So let's earn that explicit rating.
0: Until then, say goodnight, Gracie.
1: Who's Gracie?